What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend, Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He was all swack when he was there. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft enthusiast. His mock draft is, is up every week on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. You can catch all this work there. Please, please give a click, see what his thoughts are. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing good, man. You, you forgot you again. You got the Madden. Oh, Come on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know. He's I mean, also that- a Madden god. <laughs> that, that's that's little g little g-o-d um, are you still are you still undefeated so so far i'm on a bye week so yes i didn't oh, lose. okay right. <laughs> but, but my, my, my next match is against a person i've never played against and uh i peeped out this game recently on the streaming event and he uh, he was doing some things that that made me a little uncomfortable so uh i think who, he's been kind of hustling all i got golf i got golf coming up next Jason who, are you, who are you playing who are you playing with uh, well, see, here's the thing. When we do our league to make it even so no one gets a, a disproportionate advantage by having someone like the Chiefs or the Rams on their squad, yes. we pick the teams, but we, we draft our players. So the, all the players uh, in the so league are the pool. So it's like a fantasy, fantasy. draft, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. So, you, okay. so you, get, you, get the, you get to pick the type of players that play the style that you like to play. So it's on you based upon how you pick your teams. That makes it a little more fair, a little more even. So, yeah, it, uh, does, it does. It does. Is everyone so, drafting from the same pool? Or? Yes, everyone's drafting okay. from the same okay. pool. And uh, some cats, you can kind of tell it's like you know, like Kevin Cross. He went power running. So he's got guys like Derrick Henry. He's got a big offensive line. He's got big edge rushers like Garrett Miles on his team and stuff like that. Or Miles Garrett, excuse me, on his team. Uh, and he, his quarterback is just okay, but he's going for the power running, ball control, that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so other cats like to pass the ball, so they're going for big receivers and quarterbacks the pocket quarter to Tom Brady and all, you know all that kind of stuff. Some guys like to mix it up and kind of keep you off balance and have a mixture. That's someone like me. So you know, it's it's interesting. So far, I'm undefeated against the humans. Lost a couple of computer games. Want to talk about that? And uh, <laughs> how do you lose to the computer, dude? It's a it's a different every Madden every Madden game is a different iteration from the others, and you had to get kind of adjusted to how the passing mechanics work. And it's like it's just different. And once okay. you get used to that, you need because everyone a lot of people are struggling with passing. That's that's pretty much the thing. So which is why Kevin Cross probably knowing him, he kind of you know peep that out that's why he went power running and that's why he's only losses to yours truly so but uh but you know that, that's how it is and uh you know that's what we little gods do man we, we figure these things out <laughs> and uh make sure we take care of our human opponents and keep it going so next time when we do an introduction so we can just you know just a little i'm, I'm, I'm gonna remember next time i almost <laughs> promise <laughs> almost almost once one day I'm gonna get a PS5 and I'll, I'll I may join you guys. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll, be in, just be in time for college. That's all. We'll that, that's college. that's 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 what it's about, man. Yeah, that's what it's about. So hey, let's let's get started here. Um, I guess we'll start on on Bears Packers for one half of football. How about the Madden League? Did I tell you about our Madden League? Wow, <laughs> let me tell you about our Madden League. <laughs> for one half. <laughs> one half. <laughs> I think that was the the most excitement I've 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 had watching a Bears game in some time. 
I can't tell you when that was, but for one half of football, I was, I was, I was having a good Sunday night. You was, you was having a good Sunday night? I was night? having a good Sunday night for one half. Yeah, I'll say for one half, I was sitting there like, look at these idiots. <laughs> look at these dudes. They about to, like, come on, man. Don't tell me they about to do this and, and, and give this front office a false sense of hope. Please. Well, that's not, that was my it's not, wait, wait, it's not even, I mean, we know. We no. know what has to be done. I don't think anything they could have won. Uh-uh. They could have won sixty to nothing, and they they got to go. No, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is they win this game, they might turn around and win out. That's what you were afraid mm-hmm. of. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he's talking about giving a false. Well, no, that's what I'm security. saying. That's what I, I understand what he's saying. I'm saying that no, he that no matter what happens the rest of the way, they got to go. No, no, we know that. Right. And the fans that care know that, but, but that that front office, well, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. George may not understand that. No, right. he, no, no, that, no. That front right. office, be George, like, you know what? We did the right thing staying with these guys. No, hey, George did something funny at the end of the game. I'll talk about it a little later when we talk. <laughs> that was funny to me, but but yeah, I uh, I was it was like okay, good, okay, Grant did what he did, made me. Miss Tariq a little bit, like, but he's, ultimately he's fast. He's fast. <laughs> he's, fast. He's, he's strong too. He, he's he doesn't go down easy. He, yeah, he, he he's a he strong don't. runner. He don't. But ultimately, it was like, okay, we're playing this well. We we went up ten nothing, right? Yes. Yeah, we went up ten nothing. We're playing amazing. Next thing you know, it's fourteen ten. And then we score again to make it 17-14. Then was it 24-17? I mean, yes. How did it go? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But we but we were up 27. Were we up 27? It, it was 27. We was up 27-21. Right. But it just right. it just was like as well as we thought we were playing, they were right there. And, right. <laughs> and, and what I did I couldn't remember if we got ball first or if they got ball first. So at the end yeah. of the half, when we scored three, I'm like, okay, if we come back out and get ball first, maybe we have about a 10% chance to win this game. Because if we go and score a touchdown, we're up two scores. 13. Yeah. And then when I saw they got the ball after that, I said, okay, it's over. Game <laughs> over. Where's the They're going to score, would... and then I don't know what's going to happen after that. They're going to make the adjustments. So, <laughs> my, <laughs> think, that, my that was my thoughts. My thinking after the um, uh, so the Bears go up uh, 24 24 14, or excuse me, 21 uh, well, 20 to 14. The, the punt yeah, return made 20, it 20 to 14, 14. right? 20 right. to 14. So, after the punt return, they go up 20 to 14. Packers come on the field. They strike quick to uh, Devontae Adams for the touchdown. My thought there was like, damn, we played as probably as good a as, good half of football as we could, and we're only up three at this point. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And then they, you know, we, we came down, we, we, we kicked the field goal late, you know, to make it by make it a six point lead at the half. But at that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, this, we're clearly not going to win this game. And I was fine with that because I didn't expect it going in. But the second half of this game was basically a microcosm of the entire Negi regime. They yeah. go to the half, 
Zero adjustment. Nothing. No adjustment. No adjustment. They come out with the same the same game plan that they that they had originally. Meanwhile, the Packers come back out and they basically figured out how to how to beat this defense um, with getting getting receivers in space, and they just they just matriculated the ball down the field. Boom, 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 touchdown. And I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> this game is over. Uh, one more drive came right back down on us, happened again. And as high as I was in that first half, I was just deflated in the second half. So Man, you sound like you had some expectations. It was a, it was a, no, 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 no. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. No, it wasn't, it wasn't no. the expectation. He, he, it was he just had the hope fact that I had. Yeah, it gave was, him it was, hope. It was. It was there's emotion there, man. You know, my buddy, my my buddy called me, man. I just I had to tell. I was like, man, I just man, I was at the highest of highs, and now I'm at the lowest of lows, man. This is this is not the way life should be. You know, I felt I felt I, I, I felt I say, bipolar almost, I, man. I say I say, look at the bright side. It could have easily been a complete game of that second half in forty five to maybe three. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I said 30. it was going to be 45 10. So the fact that they put 30 points on the board, I guess, is a is a bonus. But <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't. Is that our highest scoring output this season? I think it is. Yes, yeah. Wow. Now, mind you, one of the, like I said, one of those was a special team touchdown. Um, they, all, they all count, yeah, at this yeah, point. <laughs> um, it, it uh, everything you guys said it just it's it's spot on it's funny it's sad <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's all these things it's like a really interesting uh dramedy that we have going on here. like a, like a drama to comedy wrapped up in one um you know you said earlier you couldn't remember the last time you've been this pumped up um and i can't and when you said that i thought about it and i was like yeah, i can remember the last time i was just excited you know like you know excited like man like okay like we we might be doing something here it was the very first game Navy coach ironically against green bay, green bay. Okay. and ironically which we lost in the second half because you know green bay makes adjustments and we don't literally we know that that was you know a, a precursor uh, you know an so omen where we are today. <laughs> to yeah. where we are today that's uh, right we were that's right we're killing them Killing them 21 to three, right? And then, no, there Something was no, like there was no, yeah, there was no adjustment in the second half and didn't run the ball when you're supposed to. Rogers came back, remember, because I think Rogers got, got hurt. Rogers got he hurt. hurt. Rogers came back in and him and Cobb just did the same, us. did the same thing yeah. they did last night. Matriculate the ball down the field, boys. You got to matriculate the ball down the field. <laughs> little, little Hank Stram for you, Hank young Stram. Yes, sir. Former, that's uh, the way to do it, coach. boys. <laughs> former head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs when they won Super Bowl four. Matriculate like the ball down the field, boys. Um, 46 yes. power trap. <laughs> 46 power trap. Oh. Um, so the other thing, I, it's, it's frustrating, even to this day, to still see this. It's like you, how, how can you not learn from your many mistakes? the same mistakes over and over and against a team that you played twice a year. I mean, the fact that you got up on them like this, and here's the thing, man, if you're, and I thought at one point and to your, to what you were saying, smoke, like, why would y'all even think they were going to win? Because I've seen teams like Jacksonville win the game. They have no business winning. I've seen the giants win the game. They have no business winning. I've seen the dolphins have, a, I've seen the Texans win the game. That, I've seen teams this year, 
particularly this year, a lot of bad teams have won games. And you're like, how the hell did they win this game? You know, the Lions have almost won a whole bunch of games, you know. Mm-hmm. So why can't the Bears almost – why can't the Bears win a, a game that they're not supposed to win? They should be able to do that. Yeah. And it looked like they were, you know, on on the, the way to doing so. Because they, they did have, you know, uh, Rodgers flustered and Green Bay flustered. And you saw the Bears get after them. You know, you saw some coverage sacks, which shocked me. You know, some of those sacks were coverage sacks. You know, Quinn gets two more sacks. He's going to – he has a chance to break a dense record, you know, 17. going forward. Right. So all that stuff was interesting. But then just what Ed said, all of a sudden, right before the half, was it four plays and 75 mm-hmm. yards? We see him go down. And we see Devontae in the slot. I'm like, dude, he's in the slot. We're screwed. And he runs an inside-out route or whatever, gets free. Jackson gets over late, touchdown, <laughs> like, like, you know, and, and the Rodgers with a bad foot, throwing off his back foot most of the game, throws a dart. Adams and, catches it in between two guys. A bear player gets hurt. And then knocked him out of the game. That was a <laughs> right, concussion. Right, yeah. right, knocked him out of the game. 21, Where, who was that? Um, I can't tell you who the hell that is. Some, some dude that wasn't on the team he was, he was the one. He was the one that gave up the, uh, the Lazar touchdown. When he yeah. gave him, he 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 went outside, right. and mm-hmm. and Lazaro came wide wide open on a slant. On that, go ahead, go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. No, so, so no, no. So just everything you're saying, it's just it's just like you see them make adjustment, and then Devonte Adams. Like I think this was still in the first half. I'm like, man, they're doing a good job of Devonte. I wonder where they're gonna move. Oh, here they go. They're moving around. Oh, he's out the backfield again. Eh, that's 15 yard gain. I mean, it's just so many different ways. Conversely, you look at. It, it, like the most forgotten man on our offense this year has been Allen Robinson. How can you not – how is he not schemed open? I mean, at any – the whole year, dude, I'm not talking about a game or two. The whole entire year he's been invisible, incognito. And I don't think it's his fault. I really don't. I mean, I don't – he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's not going to play hard because he has to know when he wants to get that big money – he needs to show something on tape. It, you know, teams are going to say, well, how come you had a good year this year and then you didn't have a good last year? You can't put on a rookie. You know, you can't throw the people on the bus. You still kind of, you know, be accountable for your own gameplay. But it really isn't his fault. Uh, at their time, I mean, I think that's one play near the end zone. And I think that's when um, Justin fired it in to commit, but he kind of threw it to commit size so that are right into his, his gut. Yeah, he got look, over, uh, overextended there. Right. It looked like Allen Robinson had gotten free into the back of the end zone and was open. And just like it wasn't even looked at. And you look at someone like Devontae Adams. And yeah, Devontae's a little bit bigger than, than Robinson. He's a little bit faster. But come on, dude. You, you, I mean, you are the most wanted receiver. You know, most wanted man as a receiver out there on the field. Everybody knows the ball's going to you. This dude was targeted 13 times. 13 times they caught 10 of them for two touchdowns and over 120 yards. Come on, dude. And those three, those three passes he didn't catch was probably early on. When he looked like we were Ding him up, then they made the adjustment, and then he was just on his way. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, yeah. what that's that is coaching. And here's the thing, man. Here, I'll say this last thing if you're good enough to have a double digit lead, you're good enough to win the game. But if you're but you're bad enough of a team when you have a double digit lead and you lose a game by double digits, that's a testament to how poorly you're coached, how poorly you're executing, how poorly you're playing. But you're good enough to have a double, a double digit lead. You should be good enough to win. And the Bears are just not good enough. I think they got outclassed just today and they showed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, comes down to a bunch of things. And like to speak on Devontae Adams is like, the, 
now hearing that he was targeted 13 times and he caught 10. Mm-hmm. I want to say uh, the first three balls he would target are the three that he didn't catch. Exactly. And those three, Jalen Johnson was on him. Mm-hmm. And then he, when he broke free on that, on that touchdown, was that his first catch? No, I think it was his first catch, but it would might've been like nothing, a second or third. Significant. Yeah. But, right. but his, but it was noticeable that, Jalen Johnson wasn't on him. No, because they put him in a slot. And so yeah. there was so the other guy was on him. And then mm-hmm. it, it, it it did it just enough to get Jalen Johnson because they were playing man apparently. Yeah. And so Jalen had to stick with Jalen the guy. was with the guy next to him. Right. Yeah. And, and they're playing uh, that they're playing that one deep. And you, you know, no other safety over the, you know, on that half of the field to help you. Eddie Jackson go over there too late. Now, if I'm Eddie Jackson, I'm going to shave myself to whatever direction. I'd rather get beat by some, I'd rather not so much get beat, but you don't want Don Vonda Adams being the guy that beats you all the time, every time. Yeah. I would have been shaded in his direction if nothing else. But, yeah. you know, say la vie. Yeah, and man, the fact yeah. you know, you knew who was, who was on him is Xavier Crawford. And, right. and that's, and that's the, <laughs> and that's the thing though. Like you look at it and like, I, I watch a lot of shows and I hear how, you know, they talk about certain quarterbacks that that love to focus on one receiver. You know, the, the media to me have they picks and chooses who they love and who they don't love. And it and it's fine. Like they talk, they they hate the fact that uh Stafford loves to typically only go to Cooper Cup, especially when he's in trouble. But they don't acknowledge the fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to Devontae Adams all the time for the most 80, part. 80%, 70%, 70 <laughs> like, 80% of the past. If he's and, and it's like, if it's working, why yeah, not? Why, do why it? yeah, why go away from why that? not do it? Like, we know, like, how do you not like you have <laughs> to coach, like, like you have to coach to say, okay, Devontae won't be the one that beats us. Now, Green Bay still have other guys that can beat us. We've seen Aaron Jones beat us many mm-hmm. of times. Like, they still have guys that can beat us. But if it's one guy, you should be going in with the game plan that he's not going to do it. It's Devontae Adams. And he still goes off. That is just, like, I had so much hope for Sean Desai. <laughs> I don't know if dude will get another head, another another opportunity. Like he he's already of, of color descent, so you know that you know we know how that go. But like, well, they I scored, think they scored, uh, they he... scored, they scored what thirty eight legit points because they had a pick six. So right, but they scored thirty eight legit points on, on the oh, yeah in three quarters. <laughs> Well, you, Desai can no Hicks, no Mac, you know, right. um, those things can have an effect. slowed up. Right. Those things can have an effect. And and then you're dealing with young guys at other positions, particularly like Bill Dorr at the other corner. Yeah, yeah your position. general manager basically depleted your entire secondary. Right, right. You you come into the season without Fuller. And granted, Fuller's not Fuller doing well with the been, Broncos. Yeah, yeah. But but that's not to say he wouldn't have done well with the Bears. You, you, don't, yeah, you, exactly. you, know, you don't know. He, he might have. What he's being asked to do here might have been, you know, him well, and Johnson might have worked better in Tampa. You got you, you know. got rid of him. You got rid of your your your, your number one corner, mm-hmm. and you didn't replace him. That's... Yeah, you did. You, they did replace him. They replaced no, they him didn't. with the they replaced him with the with the backup quarterback who's on the bench sometimes. <laughs> right. They didn't replace him. That's, with, that's, with, that's the key. 
with magnificent red hair. He's, his hair is always looking laid up there. It's just like, like who, who's your stylist, dude? Because, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, the Bears are a joke. And although yeah. the only thing they accomplished Sunday night was not being an overall complete total downright embarrassment. Because we saw that before on a Sunday night mm-hmm. a few Many years times. back. Yeah. 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 Um, at least for a half. They NBC was like, thank God people haven't turned the channel just yet. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we can get those other adver- ad- advertisements in there before uh, for the fourth quarter, <laughs> you know, or at least like, up to the fourth quarter. Like had, had Collinsworth thinking Aaron Rodgers made a big mistake talking about he owns us. <laughs> <laughs> he like, man, that, that them guys are playing motivated. Yeah. Well, they were for, yeah. for, for half. Right. Poor half. Yeah, hey. he, he called. He called two good plays. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a Tevin Jenkins sighting. Yes, he didn't night. do too bad until that hole. But yeah, I, it was, that, that was, I, I blame myself for that. I blame well, myself. Well, what did you do? I was man. I was I was keying in. I was watching him. As soon as he got in, I said, "Let me let me see where the, where the, where the, what the kids doing because you know he's our." Future left tackle. Future, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, all right, he, he's all right. He's not looking bad out there. And as soon as I said that, there was a penalty. <laughs> it was a false start penalty. <laughs> Looked again, you know, next few plays. Like, oh, he's looking all right. As soon as I said that, he gave up a sack. <laughs> he got bull rushed. Uh, he had another penalty. I was like, oh, man, okay. He, so he had a he – what started off all right turned into a rough, rough outing. And it's not, you know what, though? Not but, all this fault, though. No, exactly. not all this like, like fault. Like Baptism by fire. Yeah. You know, like, he he wasn't expected to play much as no. is. Right. And then you got to throw go out there and you got to play about 80, 90% of the snaps. Like, the guy's coming off injury and – you got to play majority of the Packers game. Right. I got, a, I, I have to imagine he hasn't had any real uh, practice uh, reps. Yeah. Live reps. Yeah. In practice. Cause he you came know, back. He dressed for the Lions game, right? That was his first. He dressed. Uh, he got week in back, right? last week for a few snaps. I think maybe like no more than like five, I think last week. Okay. But I'm saying the Lions week, he didn't. They didn't practice. They didn't. They didn't even put on pads. I don't think. No Thanksgiving week, Um, they went to the bye, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't. So they didn't really practice then. And I mean, at this point now, they're they're not going live, really at all. So and he's not going to get the reps because he's the backup. No, right, right. So a backup coming off an injury, so he's really not going to really get the reps. And then for the most part, they put him on an island on his own. Yeah, because that's what Nagy does. Nagy does not help his players at all. He 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 exposes his players. (laughs) Didn't didn't give him a chip or nothing. Uh, There was one. There were actually there were there were two plays. Um, There was a they ran a a a bubble screen and actually had him lined up wide, and he got called for a holding. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't understand. Why would you why would you put that in in put him in that position? I mean, I, I know as a former offensive lineman, having to try to to block a, a defensive back in space. In space, good luck. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, if, if he's coming in on a blitz, maybe 
I can, yeah, I can, I can kick out. I can, I right. can do a kick step out, and I can meet him to a point, to a point of attack. Right. I'll alter his line of trajectory. Yeah. yeah. In space, though, that's tough. So I understood why he held him because, damn, I, well, else am I hold this little guy? Man. You know. And I, that that play called, and I didn't understand. I think they did it one more time where uh, I think he was out wide, and Jesse James was actually technically at the tackle spot the play didn't 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 do too well but um but yeah i don't that i guess he you know the offensive staff and i don't know if it was Nagy's play call or if it's it's bill lasers but i guess they called themselves um you know trying to have some creativity but no nah, that 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 ain't work don't 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 ever do that again and the main thing that i see watching green bay they run so many slants that's yes. Plans. They run so hmm. many and crossing slats. and crossing patterns. Hmm. Crossing and patterns and screens, right? <laughs> it's like and it seems it seems to work. They've been doing it for I don't know ever. Like we don't we don't golly. run slants. They've been, yeah, run they, slants. They've been they've been running that the screen pass since since Don Mikowski. The quickest the the <laughs> closest thing we did to a slant was the bird touchdown. The coming yeah. out the backfield, yeah. yeah. Like. That was my favorite play on Madden with Tariq Cohen. He, <laughs> no, you know, but like, like I'm just watching them. I'm like, they're not even doing anything just over special. No, they, they they're really not. Like, they're not. You realize that the that the slot guy more times than not, you you find Lazard in the slot, and he's not your traditional slot guy. But they just use his size. So it's not like, you know, sometimes you think of your, your slant guy or your slot, or sorry, the guy running slants a lot of times, you might think it's like your X receiver or maybe your slot receiver. These guys will use their tight ends around a slant. They'll use anybody to run a slant. And Lazard is not your typical, you know, slot guy. He's not super fast. He's not super quick, but he's a big dude. So he's hard to handle. That touchdown he caught, he was in a slot, just ran a quick little slant, boom, touchdown. I mean, it wasn't complicated. And that was after the Bears did a great job stopping them inside the five-yard line three times in a row. I thought, man, maybe they'll kick a field goal. And they said, they're going to go for it. I said, man, they have no respect for our None. defense at all. And None. then what they turn around and do, just ran a quick slant, touchdown. And then, and then we're down It's 11. like, why did you do that to begin with? And then we're down 11, fourth and inches. And... Punt. That's punted. Granted, <laughs> hey, but what's crazy is, and the NFL is just, again, full of crap for this, though. The Muslims are muffed the punt. <laughs> but they say the guy went out of bounds and did not try to come right back. He literally went out and came back in. Like Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know how much how much faster you want him to come back in. Exactly. And then like, but hey, I didn't even care. It was like, hey, okay, punt again. Fuck it. Let's go. See what happens. But yeah, man, it's just But that but that but you talk you talk about that. I mean at that point in the game, you were on what the you were in your own 37. You're down 11. I mean, if you give the ball to Aaron Rodgers again, let's say on the 35 on his own 35, he's probably going to score again. So you got to go for it. There get it over inches. with faster. If you don't get it, he it? scored quicker. You get the ball back. If either you want to death by a thousand cuts or get shot, which one do you want? I that I <laughs> come on man. 
I mean, what? I mean, what? Do you, and really, what do you? What do you plan for at this point? You might as well go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Might as well go. Like, go for it. Wow, he's he's a good coach. He makes sound decisions. It's his decision making. He has to prove to you, dude. It's look, we all know, and I'm with you. Is like you said before, he has to go every week. He just nails another, you know, nail into the coffin. He just slams another nail into the coffin. But I also think we really need to be talking about pace. I mean, Nagy seems to be a foregone conclusion. Pace yeah. is like, dude. And every week it seems when there's a national game, these national announcers talk about how, you know, the Bears, uh, you know, roster is, you know, it's really, you know, it's, it's really close. It's kind of improving. They've got some good players. It's like, like they make a note to say they got some good players. It's like, okay, whoever the PR person is for, or whoever the agent is for, uh, for Pace is putting a little note or slipping a couple of hundred bills, a little envelope in his pocket when he, when he talks to him. And it's, you know, it's just like, I mean, it just, it makes no sense, dude. And it's like, it's like the national media doesn't quite get it. And they, they just, they, they just go on either hearsay or BS or whatever the, 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 you know, the PR from the home team is giving them. And here locally, I don't think we own them hard enough. We really not. Uh, We're not on them hard yeah. enough. That dude, dude. They, they should be asking for they should be asking for Pace's head, dude. Because it's like, dude, yeah. come on, man. This is this is your this is your this is your creation. Your creation. And this is what year seven, I think seven. now. Yeah. Come on, dude. You got one winning season. One you winning season. Two what, playoff appearances. Two wins versus Green Bay. Two wins, I think, versus Green Bay since he's uh, like he's like two and 13 or something like that something a two and yeah two and 13 two and 14 i don't know it's it's bad it's Ted not, phillips record is all god wait, when, did, when did they i i know the um they won the one at soldier field in 2018 right late in the year what was the other one um, was that a john fox that did john fox win a game maybe maybe Cause you had the year was 2018 the year Rogers was out most of the season, or was that one of the John Fox years? I think that maybe one of the John Fox years because 2018 is where you know the Bears won a division and just Green Bay had a tough year. They, right. they had a down year and we beat the Bears. They had, beat them they had back to back down years, so we might have right. beat them John Fox last. Uh, well, no, that 2017. Yeah, his last year. We probably beat them then because they had back to back bad years, and that's when they let go of McCarthy. Right. Okay. Nevertheless, that's 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 unacceptable. Yeah. It's unacceptable. But man, look, like I like I said before, and it's finally starting to make waves on national television. The guy up north has benefited from a trash ass division. Well, I mean that happened. The Bears benefited from a trash division back in the eighties. I mean that happens. The, the I, I, Patriots, I, I, Patriots I, I, benefited from a right. trash division you, hey, listen, during Brady's tenure. I'm, yeah, I'm, the, I'm not the denying Patriots it. Patriots definitely did. I'm not denying it, and they and they feasting again in that division for a fifteen a fifteen year stretch. <laughs> the the AFC East was awful. Yeah. Yes. Outside yes. of New England, I'm not I'm not bashing it on their part because you do what you're supposed to do. Hey, if I can dominate you and I gotta play you right. most of than when I play everybody else, I'm gonna do that. It's just sad that I, my team is a part of that domination. That's that's the <laughs> that's the part that's rough. You mean a small market team run by a bunch of yahoos 
it doesn't even really have a team owner per se is better than a big city team that has a you know 100 100 year owner in terms of the family that they, they still can't quite seem to figure it out so it's a little little, little old green bays beat up on big bad chicago that's that makes it even worse doesn't make sense by the way you i wouldn't buy a damn share of the packers and not get <laughs> nothing from it <laughs> that don't make uh, no sense yeah, well, football fans don't make a lot of sense. Okay, man. Think about it. I mean, how many times have people sit out in cold weather, sub-zero weather? <laughs> I've Just, done that. Yeah. I, as I said, we don't make sense sometimes. We get caught up. <laughs> you know, it's like a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. People get caught up. Something to I, say. I'm an owner of the Packers. No, you're not. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> you just gave your money you away. Just, you just gave some more of your money away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm hating. I, I said a bunch of yahoos up in Green Bay. <laughs> so rumor rumor came out uh, before the game uh, saying that uh, the Bears had talked to Trace Armstrong about potentially becoming uh, their, I guess, their football czar. Why? President of Football Operations. Why? Um, I heard that it's, it's interesting. A friend of mine actually asked me this question a few weeks ago and, and brought up Trace Armstrong's name. And I was like, ah, I mean, at least it's something, it's something different, you know. At least they're looking at, you know, bringing someone in that will oversee football operations. I, I think that's a, that's a good thing. But just because he's an agent makes him qualified to be that person. I, I, I don't understand that, that aspect of it. Yes, you do. Go ahead and say it. It's the elephant in the room, man. Let's go ahead and say it. What, what is it? In like, represents, he represents Ryan Day. Well, well uh, you know what though? Crazy part. He represents Matt Nagy too. I know. Yeah. Okay. I, Seriously, I, I think they float. In that. Here, here's the thing: I, I was listening to a certain radio station, a certain outspoken Chicago media sports personality, was saying how he wants someone in here with experience, someone who's a football guy, someone who's experienced, someone who's done that. And then with the next breath, he said, "Bring in Trace Armstrong." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what experience does he have running a team? He has zero experience running a team." But here's why it appeals to people. It's a, it's, a, it's a former player. We all know, for, for those of us who know, know he's a former player, drafted by the Bears, yeah, out of one Florida. Of, one, one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, screw Florida Gators. But anyway, one of the, one of the, he's a player drafted he, out of he, Florida. Hey, for people that don't remember, Trace Armstrong was – He's a really good defensive he, he end. He was a good player. Yeah, he's a good defensive end for the Bears. I think he went to Miami afterwards, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a real good defensive player. So I, I, I like him as a player. Probably a nice guy. Probably has a great singing voice. But he has done <laughs> nothing – as a general manager, he has done nothing as a player of operations. He hasn't scouted anybody in terms of 14. He may scout someone so he can decide whether or not he wants to represent them, but he hasn't done any of those things. So what makes him qualified over, say, the brother, I can't think of his name right now, out of Houston, who was unceremoniously dumped after his wife was passed from, from, from cancer. He took a leave of absence because his wife was dealing with cancer. And when he comes back, they let him go. He's the same guy that drafted uh, Hopkins. I think he might have brought in J.J. Watt as well. Someone who actually has done it before. How come no one's talking about him? He's clearly available. He's young. He clearly has an eye for talent. Again, I've on our own 
podcast of beat the horn continuously for someone like Ozzy Newsom just to oversee or be a consultant at the very least. Nobody's talking about him. Now, you can't tell me he hasn't done it before. He's won two championships with two different teams. And he's put in, he's drafted at least three, potentially four Hall of Fame players. Three, definitely. And Lamar Jackson, if he stays healthy, he continues going in this direction. He may be a Hall of Famer as well. So why are we talking about him? And I think they float names out just to see and get people drummed up and see if they like them. But the overriding thing here and what I've mentioned and what they haven't mentioned is I've mentioned two players or two under players, excuse me, two uh, former executives who are African-American. Trace Armstrong is Caucasian. It's so easily to accept him. So readily they're able to accept that name. Why won't they even put forth the other people's names? And when they do, they do it almost begrudgingly, almost to say like they said it, but they don't really expand or expound upon their abilities and what they've done. It's BS. And it's, it's, it may not be out and outright racism. I'm not trying to beat that horse, so to speak, but it is a sense of enculturism in, in, uh, in to where you think that just because this person has done something that they automatically have no warts. And these other people, you have to question five things before you even accept the fact that they may be good at something that they've already effing done. It's bullshit, and I'm sick of it. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, is this I, I for... Agree with that. I definitely agree. Can't agree more. You know, I'm all... Uh, yeah. Is this for just a overseeing role, or is this for potentially... Like Ryan Pace role. Well, so this would be this, uh, from what oh, they're you saying. Oh, you're talking about Trace Armstrong? Yeah, from yeah. what they're saying, it would he would basically be like the president of football operations. So overall, not, so, not the so, GM. Not the GM. Like so he would, he would bring in. So Ted Phillips would basically, it would be like the Cubs structure where uh, you basically have two presidents. Crane Kenny runs the, uh, the business Financial. side of the Cubs. Right. Uh-huh. And he handles all the, you know, all the business deals and like a Kenny Williams and Rick Rick Hahn type. Well, as I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if that's the same. I, I, I think because okay. Kenny like Kenny still has a say in what goes on. Okay. Like Crane okay. Kenny has zero say in what goes on in baseball operations. Yeah, gotcha. that's All right. that's uh, that's Jed Hoyer's job, formerly okay. uh, uh, Fields' job gotcha. with the Cubs. Gotcha. So in this role, uh, Ted Phillips like would just he would his his. He would still have a job, job, basically. Would be yeah, would be to to uh to make money for the team, yeah. you know, get the stadium deal done. Yeah, just deal with Arlington, dude. You know, just deal with Arlington. The, get the stadium. He's a he's an accountant by trade. Be the bean counter that you are. That's what you do. It, and then you would bring in this other person who they were talking about, Trace Armstrong, as the straight football guy. All he deals with is football, you know. So, because okay. I, I asked because I'm like. And I know you named Ozzy Newsom, which you've been naming him weekly. And I'm definitely for that as a like an overseer, as an advisor. And I don't know the Houston guy, his name per se, but I'm I'm just like Lewis Riddick. Like I know his name. He's you know, another guy. Like, why is it his name? But I know his name has been for GM positions. That's why I asked exactly what would well, if, if you're bringing up if you're bringing up uh, Trace Armstrong for for a president role, why can't you bring up Lewis? Why can't you bring I, I, yeah, up yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. And he's you know, done so. it before. Here's the people have actually done it before. It just 
it, it speaks to the the bears is the land mindset. is the land of opportunity. We we want to be the team to give everyone the first. Nah. Okay. That, so I, I mean, that's what it seems like. So here's the, so here's the here's why my not issue. go for someone that has the experience that's done it. Here's, wait, here's my issue. Here's my Rick, issue though with this whole Rick, thing. Rick Smith, by the way. Sorry, I just want to throw in his name right quick. Rick Smith. Oh, okay. that's the guy from Houston. Right. Okay. I don't. Who's my question is who's going to be making this decision for even the 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 president of your of your football ops? Well, who's I'm making gonna, that decision? Because you've I'm clearly. Sure. Over a close to thirty year period, you haven't gotten this right. Hey man, man it's George. So who's who's man, making this decision? It's George. Right. Hey, during that game, at one point towards the end of that game, they showed George. <laughs> they showed George up in the press box, and he was putting something in the envelope. I said, "Oh, he putting them Walker papers in that envelope." <laughs> if only. <laughs> I'm like, finally, he see the light. He he putting them walking papers in that envelope now. Oh, this will be man. in your this will be in your locker when you make it back to Chicago, buddy. I know that's wishful thinking. It was just funny to see, like, why? What are you putting in the envelope in Green Bay on TV? What are you doing? If it ain't saying, if it ain't a termination papers, you shouldn't have nothing in your hand on TV. You should be shouldn't even be on camera. Ain't his fault they could they could see into the box, you know. But yeah, I, I don't be like I don't, mom. It's it's what's name is mama, right? Yeah, that's his mom. Yeah, yeah, be like her, just sit mom, and clap, yeah. sit and clap, wave a hands, do that. Yeah. I, I seriously, I don't know who who's gonna make that decision, you know. Um before I think Jerry Angelo. They used a uh, a hiring search firm to right. find him. Um, for Phil Emery, they did it themselves. They brought <laughs> they brought him in. It was it was just Ted Phillips who brought Emery in. Um, they brought Ernie Acorsi in to find Pace. So they've you know they've they've done it themselves. They've gone to the outside and and nothing has worked. Now no. they must go to the people. They come to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna have a fan, a fan vote. That's all that's left. It seems like we can't Bears. do no worse than them. Tell us who you want. <laughs> I like that. I like right. that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. My, my thing. I, I'm worried that they're going to keep pace, um, and they're actually going to elevate him. <sighs> And then oh. bring in a, a, another general manager. That's what I think is going to happen. Because he's done such a marvelous job. Yeah. The... You realize he's been here, what, seven years, right? Yeah. He's had one winning season, two playoff appearances because of the grace of God with COVID, I guess. He extended it to seven teams because it was six teams that wouldn't have made it. Yeah. And he's had two seasons back-to-back where they were 500. And he spent two first-round picks on quarterbacks. That's <laughs> not supposed to happen. Right, he two first round picks on quarterbacks. Traded um, traded up for both. Right, traded up for both and More traded away future and traded away other first round picks to get a, a potential Hall of Famer and and um, and Mac. 
Um, Rick Smith guy I was talking about, a guy who was a GM for Houston. Um, for 12 years, his overall record was 92 and 100, which I know you're like, oh, that's not great. He's under 500. Realized he was taking over, you know, a struggling team when he took it over. But he only had, I think he he had six winning seasons, I think three seasons, two or three seasons where they were 500, and then the other ones were losing seasons. But he had one season when they went two and 14. Now, how he kept his job at that point, I'm not quite certain. They might have had a lot of bad injuries that year. But he turns right around, and for the next three seasons, they're over 500. And then they drop down again. I think they had, in 2017, you know, they drafted Sean Watson, but he gets hurt. And I don't think they win another game after he gets hurt. So I'm just saying, if this guy, and he didn't win, a, you know, four, four playoff appearances, um, but if he, if, how, how does he last for 12 years? And with more success, but this guy has had less success, but he looks like he's going to get elevated in his position. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Don't you have to win some? Don't you have to win like more than just once in a row? <laughs> oh man! Well, when, you, say, when you work for a family organization, though, you just have to have a life. It's the, by the, it's the shit. It's That's the shit. Matters, it's, right? it, it just it's the Chicago way. It's the Chicago way. Every single team in Chicago deals with this. I'll say this about the Bulls. And Jerry, Jerry. Uh, he's been very, Reinsdorf has been very loyal, you know, he's been known he'd be very loyal to a lot of the people that he's had in his employ, where he's given them opportunities and chances, and maybe six of them a little bit longer than some people respect, would expect. But I've also seen him right before Christmas <laughs> letting people go. And that's only about one third of the season in, 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 in pro basketball. I, and, I remember working on a Christmas Eve and a, and a coach got fired. Exactly. <laughs> And even with the baseball team, like he don't hang, he don't hang on too too long. So oh, I no. won't, I won't necessarily say every owner in Chicago. But see, here's the thing: out of all the owners in Chicago, who's been the most successful? Yeah. I mean, he's been here for a while. Don't get me wrong, but you, you know, you success, World Series appearance, and in, in championship, you know, with the White Sox, several playoff appearances. You got Hall of Fame players, and then you got a basketball team that's legendary. I mean, Grant, if, you t- if you take away his basketball championships, he has the same amount of championships as an owner in the three major sports as the other teams. I mean, he has a World Series. Hawks. The Bears have a super well, – th- three major sports. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> no offense. No offense to the Bears. No offense, but hey, I get my championships where I can. I'm include. I'm include. We talk championships. I'm, I'm include yeah, them in. The yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. But I'm saying like of basketball, baseball, football. Okay. I mean, well, he's Blackhawks fans. So. Address your comments so, to Coach <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, like he Bears hasn't won since '85. Cubs just recently won, and White Sox won in 2005. Like, I mean, hey, yeah, you're right. It's, I guess that guard packs era just was a dreadful era. They, they Not came really. Close. They came they, close. They drafted well. They just didn't do anything they, afterwards. They, yeah, the they, league did they, us a favor. Well, I'm not even talking about that. Not even, even that. that. Uh, when he had Heinrich and Gordon and Dang, I mean, those guys beat the Miami Heat, swept them. In the playoffs, 
and they look like they're on a team ascending up, you know, then they start running into issues with, you know, what, three, four or five coaches yeah. in like an eight year span. But I'm, I'm just saying there, there are times where as a bear, as, as a Chicago fan, Chicago sports fan, we have our moments where our teams, it seems despite what the owners do and despite what the general managers do or don't do, we get a collection of talent and it seems to work well for a while or in spurts. But the problem is, there's no longevity. It, the the only, only team that's shown that kind of longevity over an extended period of time were the Bulls. And a lot of that obviously is attributed to Michael. Now, they won when he wasn't there those two years, but they didn't win anything significant. They didn't win, you know, they didn't win the East, but they still won games and still won playoff series. But something had been established. And as much as people don't like or didn't like Jerry Krause, dude made a he, lot of good yeah. moves. And he, he, and did, he did. He did. He didn't sit on his hands. And if there's any, if there's anything, and I know we kind of jumped off topic from football here to to John Manners, maybe we can segue into the Bulls from this. But if you look at what our packs did, the pro, the biggest problem with those guys was their reluctance, steadfast reluctance to trade away players or to make any kind of moves. It's like they didn't want to rock the boat. Yeah, it wasn't felt, like they the, felt they felt they felt too in love with their guys. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and. I still never forgive him for giving rid of Lamarcus Aldridge for Tyrus Thomas. Just but, but see if, if that doesn't happen, we don't. If there's that, no rose. That, there's no rose. You, you can't forget that. You got to look at it in, in context because we would have been a better team. Yeah, and we and we would not have had a one point percent. We would have had a zero percent chance of getting right. Derrick Rose. One point eight chance was better than zero or whatever the percentage was. I know it was super low. No, mm-hmm. no rose there. Um. And you wouldn't have the the almost opportunity to get Kobe, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, or or Carmelo. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and think almost. about it. I mean, when they got Rose, then they got some good players. They put some outside of a uh, two guard. They put some good players around. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get a better two guard. Maybe we beat Miami that first time around. But you know, you get you get to the you know Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, that's. They, they, they did some, and then they made the trade to get Zach Levine. I mean, they did some things right. They just never followed it up. They just sat on their hands and just like, they thought, okay, that, that was enough. And then they, they for whatever it. reason, well, there was, they, they, they got lucky with Zach. There was no, there was no creativity. That wasn't luck. They traded away a good piece. Yeah. Now, he was coming off an ACL injury and he yeah. was not the player he became. But if you see that, you can you can project and say this guy has this type of talent. We're looking for this type of athlete, and we'll be able to afford him. And it wasn't just him; they got him and uh, the point guard that came out of uh, Chris Dunn. Uh, Chris Dunn, right? Um, so out of Providence, so they 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 would do stuff. They just wouldn't follow it up. That that was their problem. And the other issue was. They could not recruit to save their lives. They could not get free agents to come here at all. And that had to be mainly because of who they were and how they were and their perception across the league. Because if, if they could just get some free agents here, we couldn't get anybody. Nobody was wanting Nobody to come wanted here, to come, yeah. And that, that says, yeah. The closest we got was uh, LeBron and company, but they, they, they just, just used us. us. Yeah. yeah. They just used us. Hey, let's move on to the Bulls here. Um, after a a start to the season that's just been outstanding, what are they now? They're second in the East. Third. Uh, third. Well, they where they were going into last week. Oh, and, they're, they're third uh, now. Well, they're third, yeah, I'm saying they're third now. 
Oh, uh, about going before before yeah. COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. And so now we've got what ten players 10 in the protocol. That's, That's it. Man. No, wait, we're second. The second now? loss. Yeah, look at see. Well, they have more wins than us, though. But they have more losses. Per- percentage wise, yeah. Also, oh, percentage wise, okay. we're seventeen and ten. They're eighteen and eleven. So percentage wise, I get you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and not only that, but we also lost two announcers to COVID. <laughs> I'm not just trying to be funny, but I mean, Wait, it's like, who's man, the second announcer? Bill Winnington. Bill after Winnington. we after we talk great about him, <laughs> right? I didn't realize. Oh, dang. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Stacey King and Bill Winnington and some other like front office people. So it's just something was in that building and on the plane and everywhere they were. So the league is like, look, y'all, <laughs> y'all are that's, a wedge. That's, yeah, that's finally wow. Yeah. Yeah, because the Bulls, you know, they might have affected some other teams. Exactly. Know? Like, that's that's my thing here. So, yes, I, I am a con- conspiracy theorist. I am. I really am. You, you we got to put that in – when we introduce you, you got to put in our, our conspiracy hey. theorists. The hey, conspiracy conspiracy theorist, man. And it just was not sitting well with me that – it's just daily. We got guys dropping like flies. And a lot of people is probably right. looking at it like I'm feeling like the, the NBA is trying to sabotage the Bulls. But what was really bothering me was the fact that this outbreak is like is showing to be very bad for this team. They're playing other teams in the league. Right. How are you not postponing yeah. their games? Right. Like, that's what was bothering me. It's like they're they're not just – if they are sabotaging the Bulls, what do, do they not care about the rest of the league? Because this no, can spiral think, out of control. Yeah, and I, and that's what's so shocking because since since this all began back in March of 2020, I think of all the leagues, I think the the NBA was out in front of this mm-hmm. uh, very well, um, and did a did a good job of uh, number one. They, they were the first. Uh, they were the first league to cancel after uh, mm-hmm. after Rudy Gobert came down with it. Um, you know, we go through the shutdown and they figured out the bubble. Right, and the bubble a good worked. idea. Yeah, great yeah. idea. Yeah. The bubble worked. So that's why it's so shocking that you know they allowed it to get to this point with the Bulls. Where almost it was like, well, what you want? You want you know before you just stop it, you're gonna have every player on the team have to get it first. You know. Um, so that, that's that's what's that's, that's the shocking thing that Adam Silver didn't wasn't you know yeah, out in and, front of this. And my thing is, what about the opponent? And the opponent's right, right, right. <laughs> you know, well, that's that. You know what the first? You know, I, I was joking with you about this uh, last week. The first guy to get it was Vooch, and he got it right after Embiid did. They, they played the Sixers, and Embiid got it. Mm. So I thought that's where that's where the start was. You know, um, yeah. And then last, it's just you know, it's been it's, it's happened. I mean, it's this is this is gonna hit everybody. You know, the the NFL they announced today was 37, they, yeah. 37 players uh, tested positive oh, uh, yeah. today. It's, it's, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, so it's, this it's is getting crazy. yeah. So, so we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna see I, another shutdown of sports. Huh? Maybe maybe not because of I the vaccine. Like, I, f- I feel like not. I feel like you know us going to one hundred percent. You know, capacity probably wasn't the the greatest of ideas. Um, not to say I, you know, I want people in the buildings, but I mean, you got you got fans sitting courtside now. They're right at the bench. 
I'm not, not saying that that's statement. where it's coming from. Well, the announcer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you know the you know the last season. Well, number one in the bubble. There were no instances of it in the bubble. The you know the way they were able to um, uh, to keep control of every everybody there. But then when they came back uh, to the cities and there were no fans. There wasn't, you know, there were, there were guys that came down with it, but it wasn't like, like this, right. you know, um, uh, that's the, and I, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a medical expert. I don't know, but I just, they will probably be in the best interest, maybe to cut it to half well, know, here's, and, here's, and keep well, people off the court. I don't, I don't, I'm just, you know, I'm throwing it well, out there. I'm not, man. I'm not a, I'm not a, not an expert. Well, let me ask you this question. Should we be concerned about, especially with the NBA, when a lot of these uh, teams share their building space with hockey teams? Is that a potential concern? Bulls and Blackhawks share. I know they're, they're but they they're have lockers. Se- separate locker rooms. They're, se- they're separate I, spaces, though. Yeah, I understand that, but they still walk through the same doors, right? To get into the building. Well, yeah, you, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's a huge thing, but it's something to think about. I mean, like if these hockey players start coming down, like if the Blackhawks all of a sudden start going through it, you could be like, mm, I don't know. They postponed the game. Yeah, because yeah. the other, the, I think it was the, they were, the, it was the opponent, though. Yeah, they were supposed okay. to play the Flames. Yeah. They, so, they that, were affected. And they were that. affected. Yeah. They had, they they, had, they had it, six it, players come down, uh, test positive yesterday, I think. Is so that's why they, they did that. And here's what we don't hear. I'm not saying that you can't, we can't find out, but what about the people that work in these buildings? You know, what about people working concessions, people who are cleaning up behind the players yeah, in the locker yeah, room? Yeah. They all come into the building. What about the camera people that go into the buildings to shoot these games, yeah, you know, or, or to do their pre and post? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, you I know, well, and that's, and that's hey. the, I, you know, as a, as a hey. person, you know, our job is dependent on, them playing these games. I don't want another shutdown because I don't no, hey, either. So hey, hey, I hear all that. But until I start seeing this happen to these other teams, <laughs> conspiracy theory. I, I ain't buying. <laughs> they want day, smoke, smoke. They don't day, they, but I think this, they want they want the bulls they to want win, the man. bulls to be listen, successful. I, listen, they the bulls gonna be successful. That's why it's happening now. <laughs> it ain't happening when it need that's it's not <laughs> happening. It's well, not going to happen at all. They, they don't. They don't. Listen, I think the Bulls will be one listen, of the last teams they want. They want listen, this to go through. I just can't wrap they would, my they head would, around the fact if, that if they in had all a, of sports, listen, I just can't wrap my head around that. In all of sports, it's been one false positive. It's been one false positive. I hear positive you there. I hear you there. In all of sports. I just can't wrap my head around that. I hear you there. I can't wrap my head around it. It's been there. one. I'm in all of sports. He was the only the one that God, had a faulty the test. God I, I, of I athletes, the God of athletes had the only false positive. But you I just said you, it. But he's able, man. He's able to just say, "Hey, COVID, get out of me." Right. And, you know, it happens. He, you know, he spends a million dollars a year on he's his that body. Good. That's right. That's right. I think. Yeah, I think. He, he, if he, it was, he, if it was a real conspiracy, it would be. Real, uh, it would be OKC <laughs> before the Bulls or or Sacramento. Before the Bulls, I don't. I don't think the Bulls would be high on their list. They want. They want this market to uh, to be successful Prosper. because that. Yeah, yeah, that bumps up ratings. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing that about this more podcast. Money. Y'all can talk me off the ledge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, man. But like, I, like I said, it, it really came down to the fact that they just was not willing to 
postpone these games. It really yeah. like like I was to the point where it, I'm talking about sabotage. I was telling people, hey, look, we can forfeit these fucking games. I don't care. Put them down as losses. They need to stop this team from playing games. Right. What's about like, man? It comes. It's it's about money. I want. I wonder now. You talk about conspiracy theories. I wonder if some higher ups up there were telling them, hey, we don't. You know, the last time the NBA shut down a game, the entire country shut down. You know, let's let's be cool with this. You know, that was before when it we first do started. It. Yeah, yeah. They the the league shut down teams last year. Imagine that. There was no there was no talk of of a national shutdown until an NBA game was yeah. was canceled. Cuz that was that was unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but last season teams had to sit for a while. Like this was this was this was crazy what's going on with the Bulls. I mean, after every game a new one, yeah, no players, highly likely two, right? It's 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 testing positive, like, right. like how, like if I'm an opponent, I don't want, I don't want to play, play, play them, yeah. I don't want to play, I don't want to play them, man. absolutely. I don't even like, want to go in their building. And I think, I think you were saying in the group tech, uh, group chat is that it can take up to two weeks, yeah, before, yeah, to, to show. That's why. That's why you have that. Uh, so the quarantine period. So who's to say yeah, that these teams more, we but... played, they might not be showing now, right? But they, they but might they, come. They up. might come later. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Next, like, that's next. what I'm saying. This can really spiral out of control. Yeah, if it's legit. <laughs> gotta, oh come gotta, on, man! Got to keep that caveat out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's definitely legit. Nah, I think it's legit. Especially it's I talked to legit. I talked to talked to Ed's cousin. Me and him talk. Yeah. He, he convinced me. Yeah. So <laughs> I definitely think it's legit. But it's it's just like, come on, man. You gotta care about the entirety of the league. I'm a Bulls fan, but hell, I don't want basketball to stop. Right. You let these guys just continue to play all right. Next man up. Stanley Johnson comes up. <laughs> Poor guy. All right, contract, I'm here. Let's go. And spent his ten days in quarantine. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> hey, wait. What, so, how does that work now? Does he get an NBA check? He's got to be. But they're not playing any games. Yeah, but it's. I mean, he signed for ten games. So, I mean, you know, if he does, if he gets a DMP, is it ten, no, is it 10, 10 games game? or is it ten days? I think it's a ten uh-huh. day contract. I yeah, think it's 10 days. Day. I think it's 10 days. And right. it's been a few games though since since he got it. Right. But even with those 10-day contracts, if you're a DMP, you still get you still get paid. Yes, but they but they're not like they're not they didn't they're not playing tomorrow. Not his fault. But they played the other games. They play, they play with some games, games, right? I mean, he gets something, but mm-hmm. will he get paid for the postponed game? I wonder how that works. Because as far as I know, they get paid per game. I, I got a question. And this is I'm just typical me going off sideways. We're talking about the the the, the COVID and everything. Before Omicron, it was Delta, right? Yeah, Delta's still yeah. out there. Okay, right, right, understood. Understood. 
but I'm just wondering, how the hell we skipped the Omicron? We skipped Epsilon, yeah, Theta, that's Eta, right. Theta, yeah, yeah. Iota, Kappa, Lambda, Mu, Nu, Yeah, that's right. You a Greek? Tell us the alphabet, man. Where, where, where are we at? Well, it's alphabetic. Sound we're like here. you sound like you brought the you bought a line with me. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you know, curious. Might as well to know. That, you I don't. You're, with, you're right. You're right. You start well, off with alpha, you know alpha beta, gamma, delta. Delta is the fourth fourth letter in the Greek alphabet. So when they said Omicron, I'm like, look, I don't know them by number, but I know there's a lot of them in between Delta and Omicron. So I well, just went back to my training and just did it real fast. I was like, Alphabet, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, Kappa, wow. Lambda, Mu, Nu, Zi, Omicron. You. you sound like you just pledged. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know the last one's Omega. So I'm like, uh, so are we going on to, to Rho and Sigma? And is Epsilon, Epsilon next? Maybe it's like you know, like like the the hurricanes and tropical storms. Dude, that's too. They, they name all those. And but but you it's but it's by the it. but it's by the alphabet. But there are a bunch of storms that get named that we don't know about. Okay, so that's what so it maybe is. it's like maybe there were some other variants that just some you know variants that were just real light. Yeah. So they, so, so, so Kappa and Lambda. It was that. It was, that, it was Del- that bullshit Del- variant. Delta, you know? Delta and Omicron are the variants that's gonna, right. Right. That's they was, they strong. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> alpha, no, you're alpha. right. I did, Glenn. I did think I thought about that too. How did how did we skip the how did we skip the Omicron? How did we skip the Omicron? Yeah. I just don't want to jump to Omega because you know that's that's like that's the end. Level. That's it, man. Right, that's it. That's extinction alpha level. And Omega, right? <laughs> that's extinction level. I'm Do that? Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, so if we get to Omega. Are they just gonna start over again at Alpha? Well, that... They'll do that. They'll do to do in the Greek system. You just pair it. You'll be Alpha Alpha. Oh, Alpha, alpha, oh, alpha, alpha yeah, Beta. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Gamma. Alpha Delta. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was what's, what was you guys chapter at, at, at Tennessee? Uh, uh, oh my God. Um, Euro. Took me for a second. Euro. Euro. Okay. Yeah. So you Man. guys were sort of later on. Your charter came a little. Oh, what they had, we had just they were a colony. Like I think two years before I got there, we just uh, just gotten my the charter like the spring before I got there. Oh wow! Okay. okay. Yeah, and we were we were a uh, uh, chapter of the year. It's a uh, South Central Province is where uh, where Tennessee is, and uh, Beta, um, the uh, the brothers over at. Uh, Oh God, what's the name of the school? Uh, Knoxville College. They were they were kind of like overseeing us or whatever. So we were a colony of them until we got our own chapter. Oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, you're a member of what what fraternity? Kappa Alpha Psi. Okay, I just wanted to put and, that out there. And then and then we. <laughs> I crossed in the fall, and then by the end of the next spring, we were, we were on probation. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens when you haze up people, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what you're talking about, but we were on probation right. until after I until after I left. Right. <laughs> and it last, hey. it was like indefinite probation. Jeez, yeah. didn't yeah. didn't last too long. Right. Uh, well, we were still there. I said, "Hey, hey, we're still there. Chapter's still there, still thriving." Just okay. you know, just that was a little, that was a little, uh, it's a little downtime, a little downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, took, it took Alan Houston's line to bring us back. I think there was ten guys on that line, and uh, Alan Houston uh, was the first, the, the first. Uh, I did not know Alan back. Houston went to the University of Tennessee. Yeah, he did. Where's the thing? His his father, Wade Houston, was an assistant with Denny Crum at Louisville. Okay. And 
uh, um, Allen was going to Louisville. He had, you know, he had kind of like verbally committed to go to Louisville. Wade Houston gets a job at Tennessee. Allen, they let Allen. I, actually, I, don't, I think he might sign because they let. I remember the section was, "Can he get out of it? To come join his father." That's that whole talk. So he, he did. He got out of it and he came and joined his his old man. Um, did I get to see him play? I think he, yeah, came over in maybe the spring. So maybe he played that fall. I didn't see him, but anyway, with Allen Houston, yeah, Allen Houston played at Tennessee. I didn't know Allen Houston's dad was the coach of Tennessee either. Yeah, I'm learning yeah. something new every day. Look new that. things you learn. Yeah. New yeah. things you learn. Yeah, um, man, I this this Bulls thing is. I'm just glad the NBA finally did the right thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Simple right. as that. So they get a little, we get a little break here. Uh, Hopefully it's not, not too long. Hopefully, you know, they can uh, figure this out and, and the rest of the league isn't, isn't affected. Right. Like like the the bulls are, have been. That's my prayer of it, man. Yeah. Like, cause Charlotte is hit pretty bad too. They have five Mm. guys from what I understand. And, and, I hate to keep going back to this, but I'm like, I know, I know Lonzo and Zoe kicked it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Lonzo boy. and Melo kicked it. Well, yeah, why, why wouldn't you brothers? And how right. Zoe ain't get it. But everybody else on our team can get it. Because <laughs> well, and, and Melo well, got it. Them, them balls are different. The balls are built different. The balls are different. The balls are different. That should be a slogan. Mello got it though. Mello really? been out. Oh. Yeah, Mello been out right after that game. That was Dude. his last game played. Who knows? Balls He's just, over there yeah. is different. <laughs> hey, he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah, right tomorrow morning. Because right. I, I don't know if you see my post today. Is I say, well, no. it's inevitable that that ball and Caruso will be next. It's just, <laughs> right. it's inevitable. Well, Caruso been Caruso been gone for a little bit, so maybe yeah. uh, he was maybe... still around the team. He was traveling with the team. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope, uh, man. I hope everybody is okay. Hope everybody's you know. We scheduled to have, I think, five return. Right. By I the think Lakers game. We got uh, three guys coming back. I'm sorry, two guys coming so back. That's that's Sunday, right? Yeah, that's Sunday. DeRozan to be back supposedly. Right. They're all they're all able to be clear. That don't necessarily mean they will be back. Well, remember when right. when Vooch um, after Vooch tested negative again, they actually put him through a uh, yeah. I guess you got to go through a uh, yeah uh, yeah to just make sure everything is okay before yeah. before they allowed him to come back. So well, to your, I would to your assume point, everybody else got to go through that. To your point, uh, Smoke uh, Derek Jones will be back. Matt Thomas. Demar, uh, Kobe, Kobe and, and, and right, and Devonte Green. So yeah, those are the five to be back by the twentieth. Mm-hmm. And Devonte uh, and Kobe actually have the most realistic, mm-hmm. like not most realistic, but most definite chance of being back because they should be tomorrow. Back, like tomorrow. I tomorrow, yeah, yeah. On the fourteenth. Yeah. All right. So that's that's good. That's good to know. I think Derrick Jones is probably still. Because I, I think he's a, he could be cleared the day of that Lakers game. Right. My I my think. question. And so my that's question still a chance is, he might not play. My sure. question is, I wonder because I know everybody they they announced before the season started that um, they had one hundred percent vaccination. I wonder if anyone got the booster. Uh, they said um, Casey Johnson said uh, that Booch said a number of the guys 
have already gotten their boosters. So before mm. this happened, yes. Huh, that's that's wow. interesting. Well, I mean, to, I mean to, they never they never said that you couldn't get it if you if you got the right. And, and, so, and yeah. I, when I heard that though, I'm like, maybe this is like when I got the vax. Like you had some some like some symptoms, but but at least I did. You did after getting the vax. It, it hit. It only hit me for that day. Like I'm like, man, maybe these mods getting tested. Right after taking the booster, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> when I got mine, I my arm hurt for for a day. Uh, the first, the very first shot I got, but then the second one uh, was fine, and the booster I was I was good. So um, I guess yeah. it just depends on you know every yeah, everybody stories. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody has. Uh, it was like for an hour with me where I was just like it had chills. Really? Yeah, it, it was weird because I was good all day mm-hmm. and went to sleep and like got chills and it was real cold. And I'm under the covers. Took some took some Tylenol. Next thing you know, I was like scorching hot. Like what the like? I, it, it was like, but it was like for an hour and then, mm-hmm. and then you voila, good. it was gone. Like mm-hmm. yep. That's so it was bad. like my body was trying to fight. Whatever was going on. Well, that's, I guess that, that well, that's I, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> hopefully these guys wasn't going through that when they was getting tested, and maybe it triggered the test. <laughs> I think for the most part, most of these guys like they're either asymptomatic or they've had. Yeah, and they yeah, said that too. Yeah, just a few of the guys might have had a little bit of it, but most of them have been like not feeling much of anything or very little of anything. So that that part's good, and like you say, everybody differently. Like maybe your body was fighting it off. Maybe my body is just too, you know, too permissible. Because uh, <laughs> when, when I got my shots, I just I, I, I just got sleepy. <laughs> Sandman just knocked me out. Well, you you, know? you you probably need some rest anyway, man. <laughs> right, you probably the hardest up working all man night out there, man. Yeah. Doing this, doing your mock draft. Yeah. <laughs> So hey, let's uh, let's move on to college football uh, real quick. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winner for 2021, Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama. If you say so, I mean nobody nobody heard it. Nobody right? heard, yeah. If, if I, a tree falls in the forest and nobody heard it, did it really fall? I forgot <laughs> that there was a Heisman Trophy this year. Uh, there was there was just, there was no uh, there was no real hype. Usually, there's a built up hype that starts around like week six of the, of the college football season. Right. And it's, you know, the race to the Heisman. Right. There was none of that this year, man. I, Not I, a good year. I couldn't tell you until we talked last week um, <laughs> and announced the who the, the four finalists were. I couldn't tell you who was even in the running for it. Yeah. That's it's weird, too. Down year in college football. I remember speaking uh, recently with uh, Hub Arkish, who's the uh, editor and owner of um, Pro Football Weekly. And we're both talking. I was like, dude, this is like kind of a down year for college football. He's like, yeah, it kind of is, yeah. especially at the quarterback position. And in this real quick, like I know we're talking Heisman, but Bryce Young being the quarterback, guess what? He's not coming out this year. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he's only a freshman. No, he's sophomore. He's sophomore. sophomore. Right. Um, was but, it red? I, I thought he was a freshman. No, he's a sophomore. But um, he was there last year. Um but he, he, he'll be coming back next year. And uh, the thing is, with 
the Heisman and, and just like it's just like, you had two players, two defensive players finishing that top five. You know, yeah. Aiden Hutchinson, a defensive end, finished out of Michigan uh, to finish, finish number two. And he was vast. He was way behind him, but he finished number two. And as a linebacker, uh, Andrews out of um, Georgia, who finished fifth. And I can't remember the last time I've seen two defensive players, two like legitimate, like they don't play any offense at all. They don't return kicks. They don't step in to catch a pass like Charles Woodson did when he was at Michigan. They straight defensive players. And I can't remember two finishing the top five. I remember when Ndamukong Sue finished number two, and I thought he had a really good shot to win the Heisman that year. But there was no talk. And the, really, to your point is, like there was no one, there was no foil. There weren't people to pit against anybody. You didn't really know who was a front runner because everybody was just so – average they might have a good week then they turn right around and have a bad week mm-hmm. you know or a nondescript week and the fact that Aiden Hutchinson shot up like at the tail end of the year he didn't even have as good a year as uh what's my guy out of uh, Ohio State that's that's with the knee injury now um for play for the Reds or for Washington football uh, team Chase Young Chase Young, Chase Young. He, he wasn't even to me he wasn't as good as Chase Young but somehow this dude's gonna finish number two in the highs I mean it all depends on whatever year I get that but but still, but Bryce Young, congratulations. Um, he's a fourth player, I believe, under Saban to win a Heisman Trophy. I think all Alabama Heisman Trophy winners have been under Saban. Um, and, and going into next year, Alabama's got a chance to be one of uh, maybe five teams, I think, that win back-to-back Heismans. I think the last team to do that was – who was it? Was it? Oklahoma did it, didn't they? Yeah, it was Oklahoma, Blake. right, with, yeah. with the quarterbacks. Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. Blake quarterbacks. Oh, with and the quarterbacks. Right. Quarterbacks. So I was about to say, because Alabama is back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, they right. I'm sorry. They'll be the first. Oh, I apologize. They'll be the first to, to go three in a row. Three, three in a row. Okay. Right, I'm about right, to say they did right, go back to right, back. Right, right, right. The wide receiver last year, and then the quarterback this year. Right. So they'll be the first to go three in a row. I'm sorry, um, misspoke. And but yeah, they're one of like I think Yale. It was like it was like Yale, uh, Army, Ohio State, and that was with one guy when Archie Griffin won it back to back years. Only person that went back to back Heisman's. And then I think it jumps to USC and then and then Alabama. So I mean, I'm sorry, Oklahoma then Alabama. So yeah, so not too many schools have won back-to-back Heisman's, and they be they may have a chance to be the the first to win three because, like I said, he'll be back next year. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, the hype was shot down because the hype coming in was for an overrated quarterback. Yes, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. And Uyagalele out of uh, Clemson. And they just yeah. both fell yeah. flat on their face. They You're right. both fell flat on their face. And nope. that kind of – And killed. Sam Howell. Sam Howell out of North Carolina was another one. Quarterback. That, that killed that killed the Bucs. Right. Because it was like, wow. Like, what's to it now? And now Spencer, I said he would end up at USC. You're I right. Just, I just picked the wrong one. The wrong USC. <laughs> He's in South Carolina. Like, so now you're going to go Cal. to the – well, you're going to the SEC East. Everybody know how I feel about Oh, 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 easy, so easy, maybe easy. he got <laughs> Off my volunteers. Come on, back up. Oh, wait, wait. Next year, do realignment, right? Nah, we don't know how. It could be year after next. It could be two years. 20, they, come in 20, they come in 23. Yeah, so two years. Okay, two, okay, two, okay, two more okay. seasons. Okay, so he – he He'll be gone. He'll be gone by the end. But yeah, I, that that's to me is what kind of killed the the luster of it. Like it was coming into the season, you heard Rattler and you heard Rattler and all this, and and uh, 
And then the way both of them just, like you say, fell flat on their faces, like really killed the buzz of the Heisman. And so it was then at that point, a bunch of Bryce Young had the most complete season right. of, of the guys. CJ Stroud fell off here and there. Yeah, he had he had moments, but not consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, and and everybody knows it's it's for the most part the quarterbacks to lose, right. like to to be a, a diff, another position to win it. You have to have exceptional a crazy why year. Why don't offensive linemen win the Heisman? Uh, you do win the Heisman. It's called the uh, Runes and Award and Outland no, Trophy. That's not, no, 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 no. no. Remington's for centers alone. The left, and, uh, the left tackle should at some point be the you know the best player in college hey, football. Just my hey, look. Hey, look, look. Trophies are just trophies. The Muffins of Wyoming get rewarded in that draft. Boys be going first pick, third picks. Right. Them quarterbacks, they gonna go too. But the more linemen, they get they get can, picked pretty good. I only not last remember, year, I, not last I, year. Yeah, I remember the Bengals were supposed to take uh, Penae Sewell out of out of Oregon, and he dropped all the way to the Lions, and they took Chase. They took Jamar Chase. I think they feel a little bit better about that receiver than that lineman to protect Burrow. Yeah. By the way, Sewell, I saw he graded out at a, like a ninety-one. Um, against, on, no, 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 last week against uh, oh, okay. against Denver, which is like outstanding. It's coming, yeah, it's coming along. He's he's had up and down. They got blew out. They did get blown out. <laughs> but I'm just he, he did his job. But no, I'm he saying like job. for him to score that well, yeah, they still get and, destroyed. And a <laughs> he can go. Hey, I did my job. I had a good game. One of my best games was in a seventy to nothing loss. By the way. Jesus. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the, the problem was people stopped watching after 30 to nothing. No one saw what you did. Man. Jesus. I looked at I was like, wow, I, I, I did all I right. Did. <laughs> who was y'all playing? We played uh, Edwardsville, who at the time they were, it was the first game of the year. They were the number one team in 5A going into the season. Oh, this is a high school. This is a high school game, yeah. Ed Gatelin. Uh, okay. Sorry, let's let's get off of that. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, mean, didn't mean to bring that up. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just the, the 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 hype just wasn't there this year. I forgot until you know, uh, I think Sunday morning, I, I heard <laughs> in an ear in a distance, Bryce Young won the Heisman. <laughs> And, and, on the other news, right. and on the other right. news, <laughs> I got the notification, and I usually like to at least see the Stats ceremony, yeah, oh. and yeah. at least see when they announce it to see the right. reaction. And I didn't even, I got the notification. Okay, and put it back down. <laughs> okay, yeah, did did not care, did not care at all. And it's I, weird coming yeah. off a of COVID yeah. season, we finally have like a real season and the Heisman take a hit like it well, did. Well, think about it. Last year's Heisman, you had three guys from one school finishing the top five. Sometimes it's just the, the, like, I think what you're saying or what you said is that where's the story? Where's the, mm-hmm. where's the, where's the foil? Where, where's, you know, where's the combat, where are the combatants? It's just, mm-hmm. it's getting a little like, 
you know, it's like uh, the phone call conclusion or it's something that no one really cares about because there's no there's no two guys competing. You know, there's no Peyton Manning going against Ryan Leaf or or Charles Woodson, you know, or Randy Moss. You know, I mean, just think about how crazy some of those Heisman finalists were. You know, you don't have a story like Johnny Manziel or even like last year. You know, to some degree, you had Mac Jones, but you also had uh, Zach out of out of you, uh, BYU. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you had obviously the winner and the wide receiver, which is weird that the wide receiver would get it from the guy that's thrown to him didn't get it. Yeah. Um. So you had some other people out there to compete, but you know, it's just nothing. This year was just so blah. You know, next year, I you know, next year might be a little bit better because you got some of these quarterbacks are have stayed and maybe they get a little bit better. But I don't know, man. A lot of talent in the NFL has gone the last two or three years, and I think we're seeing the remnants of that right now. It just has to has to get replenished. A lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. talent has gone in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, other news in college football. This is for for you, Coach Smoke. Your Grambling Tigers made a uh, a coaching hire. And they got yeah. Hugh Jackson, the former Raiders and Browns head coach. He's going to Grambling. Uh, how'd you guys? How'd you guys like that? Uh, I loved it. I mean, you want you want Raiders? I'm, you want Raiders, Hugh, or you want Browns, Hugh? Hey man, <laughs> honestly, I want USC, Hugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he recu- he recruited. Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks, okay. you know, like so. Hey, look, the Dion effect, Dion effect is in play, okay. you know, and and that's and that's what we were expecting. That's what we were hoping to see. I didn't know he was on staff with Eddie George in Tennessee State because oh, it because it was definitely a shocker to me. I mean, like to to to. Humble yourself and move to Grambling, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Is it, for a guy of his magnitude that could potentially, you know, be a coordinator in a in a bigger market or something. This mm-hmm. that that's what that's what really got me. Like man, like this this could be big, and this could be. Huge! This could this could be another domino for HBCUs. I mean, hey, I feel the programs are seeing what Dion has come in and did. It's no coincidence he come in in his first true season. He dominates the conference. Like, hey, it's a lot of coaches that that left or got let go, and and I feel these schools are feeling the heat from what he's done and understanding what he's bringing to that program. Do I think Hugh Jackson is Deion Sanders? As far as a personality, not even close. But he is a, a big-time mind. He has NFL ties and, you know, and stuff like that. So I believe it's going to be huge for the program. I anticipate us competing with Jackson State real soon. Yeah, he he has that is that that cachet that he can tell for a. I coached in the NFL. I know what mm-hmm. it what it takes to get there. Um, so yeah, I hope that I I hope it it works out. Uh, for the Grambling State Tigers, I'm a big fan of the Tigers. Uh, so yeah, that that's I think it's a good it's a good hire, man. It's a good hire. Uh, the question is, will he be able to uh, 
to get in those living rooms and close and close deals. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think you just said it yeah. earlier. Um, and aside from him being a, a former professional coach, he's also coached in college, unlike mm-hmm. some of these other guys. So yeah. he, he kind of understands the grind from a different perspective. And now it, he may have had some advantages being at bigger schools when he was in college, but he still understands, you know, collegially what the expectations are. So I don't think he's getting into something he's not really aware okay. of or familiar with now granted you know the accommodations and the finances will be a different kind of challenge but i say that to say smoke that maybe it's not about him humbling himself maybe it's about him giving back this might be in a situation where you know he's he realizes the nfl is just not going to happen yeah. or at least not in the capacity that you know he wishes to pursue or have to quote unquote humble himself you know to to deal with the scrutiny of his not so successful seasons as a mm-hmm. head coach so coming to college in a situation where he sees what Dion's done, he seems, and then you said he spent time on the staff with Eddie George at TSU. So, you know, it's like, you know what, I, I can see me giving back and this could be something, you know, that's good for my soul and be good for these young men. Um, one of my, one of my sisters, one of my siblings, uh, she's recently retired. She's a former lawyer at legislature in Maryland, and now she's volunteering for AARP. So, she's giving back. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you know, you can charge for your, your knowledge, right? <laughs> you know, you can consult it. She's like, no, no, I want to give back. I, I spent, but you work for, in the public, for public office, legislature, mm-hmm. you're you helping the public, you know, but my point being is that sometimes you realize you get to a certain point in your life or your career or at the end of your career or wherever your life is that, you know, giving back is more important than what you're taking from it. And, and, and you hit it on the head. I said humbling, but it's more so what you said giving back he actually spoke to that on uh oh, okay. on uh press conference or well i can't think of brandon marshall's podcast okay he actually spoke to that a while back he was like he want to get back to the roots of this thing and you know like he believes he's can still be a great coach yeah, but he it. he but he said it's about giving back and you know, the like you hit it on the head, giving back. It's not humbling for him. It's about giving back for him. I just humbling the first thing came to mind because you <laughs> gotta you gotta really ground yourself to right. say you're gonna live in Granville, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Like people look at it with with Jackson, Mississippi. That's still somewhat of a city. It's, it's urban, yeah. Right. It's, there's, it's there's, somewhat yeah. like Grambling is literally one exit. You got Ruston, Louisiana, but that's three exits. Wow. Got Shreveport, that's an hour away. Monroe, that is 35 minutes away. Like, you know, so I always, like, wonder, like, if a big-time coach like that, where is he staying? Is he actually going to stay in <laughs> Grambling or Ruston, or is he going to move, in, or is he going to live in Shreveport and travel that hour distance? He's going to live in Shreveport and travel you know, that like, You know, like, <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, how long will he be able to take that? Like, look, I'm tired of driving this hour looking at trees. Like, you know, so that's why it came off that way. One thing I am confident in saying, I think he's going to stay at Grambling longer than Dion is going to stay at Jackson State. <laughs> but hopefully Dion stay, but I think at some point will he's he, going will to go he, bigger. He'll have a coach's office, right? Who? Uh, coach Hugh Jackson. Jackson. A coach's office? Yeah. Yeah. He got have a coach's office. He'll have a he'll have a couch in there. <laughs> Will he have cable TV? So. Oh, definitely. He should. Have a should. fridge in the office. He should. Yeah, he's gonna be all right. 
He'll be yeah, he, he should. He he's a, he, man. He's a dude. He's he's a, a NFL coach. Yeah, like, those dudes grind, man. You can't you can't be a, a, a NFL head coach um, and not put in hours in the office. And that's you know you got to love Steve Spurrier. To do that. <laughs> right, and, and and how long did how long did he do that? About as long as he was in Cleveland, exactly. So <laughs> not not very long. Not very. Long. So hey, he, we said it. We said another guy. Steve said, "I got I got to get back to college." So yeah, he. I think he I'm gonna. Sure, do another it. guy in the pros is probably thinking that right now too. But I ain't gonna say him. <laughs> hey, the college money's pretty good now. <laughs> well, it's pretty good, but I'm thinking he just like I can't handle this. That guy down in uh, Florida, but that's I ain't gonna talk about him. But no, I, that, I, I think it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome for the program. Um, yeah. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully some big, some big things happen for you guys down there. Got uh, a transfer out of Oregon already. Did he? Yeah. A receiver. All right. So there, there you go. Yeah, that was he, offered a, he offered a quarterback from UCLA, I believe. No, hmm. he, so he's going, he's going to transfer route too, like, like Dion did. Yeah, he got to. Yeah. The transfer portal, that air app is flooded with guys. Everyone wants to transfer. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> well, here's what I didn't get. Keaton Slovis was one of the quarterbacks at USC. Now you got Lincoln Kennedy coming there, who's put two guys, made him the number one pick overall. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry, I said Lincoln Kennedy. Lincoln Riley. Great <laughs> right offensive line. Right, right, right. <laughs> Lincoln Riley. He's put two guys in the pros, or three. I mean, two guys were the first pick overall. He's got his three successive quarterbacks, a quarterback in teams in the NFL with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. And uh, you got uh, Murray, Murray, right? Murray with the Cardinals and Mayfield, Mayfield. right? With the Browns. And you want to (laughs) leave? Like, like you should be wanting to transfer to USC if you're a quarterback. He's, you know, he had a season where he threw for 3,000 yards. Like, just stay, dude. He can get you right. If he can get Jalen Hurts. You know, a Heisman runner-up. Nah, they they probably already talked. Yeah, I was he about said, to say he said we're not on the same page. Probably already uh, talked, or yeah. he also uh, saw what yeah, happened to old, with old Spencer. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they talked, and he said, "Yeah, this is not going to work out." <laughs> oh man, and I, and that's cool. The fact that he's able to to know, yeah, our personalities are going to clash, and and where is he going to go? No, no word. Don't know just no yet. yet. He, okay. he just entered the portal. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the. I think that's the good thing about uh, this new college football because before, if you transfer, you had to sit out a year. Right. Um, that's not necessarily the case now. So, well, let, let me ask y'all about that. How do you feel that this transfer portal is affecting college sports, football in particular, right now? But college sports, where it just seems like guys are transferring, just like, but like. You know, I just got here last year and I'm out. Man, it's it's weird because I feel like they should have the autonomy to do that, should be mm-hmm. able to do it because coaches can up and leave when they feel like it. But it's like – but it also has a, a sense of just spoiled brightness. Mm-hmm. Like, like I still can't wrap my head around why the kid from Illinois decided to transfer to LSU. Oh, basketball. Just, yeah. yeah. Like, I still can't wrap my hat, head around it. Wasn't like he wasn't getting ticked. Like, Wait, who was that? Uh, I can't think of his name that went to Morgan Park. Like, you were a starter. 
right. on the Big Ten tournament championship team. Right. Like, like I just like, why did you leave? Like, and guys are just, it's like our guys just want to go on a world tour or what? You know, in some instances, you understand it. Spencer Rattler, you had to leave. Well, did he? The coach left, so did he have to leave? You're right. He didn't, but he. But if the coach didn't leave, yeah, but the coach had already left. Right. I, yeah, but he probably already put in his mind he's leaving too. He probably already had been talking to South Carolina. Yeah, you're right. He better not have been. He better not have been. That's against. <laughs> yeah, you true. Here's my but, thing. But, you're you're young. What if what if you you made a bad choice? You got to a place and you're like, yeah, this environment is not the environment I want to be in. You know? Yeah, I can understand. You should have you should have a choice to to get right. out. You know? I get that, but you're Spencer Rattler. You just took money from was it Pepsi or Dr. Pepper or whoever, because you know, you can do your image and likeness now. And you were a Heisman, you know, preseason Heisman uh candidate. And now because you had a so-so year and you have to look at yourself in the mirror because of that, because the other guy came in and did decently and you had a good year the year before. So what was different this year? And if you look in the mirror and go, well, I need to transfer, I need a better scene. I get it. But then the coach that benched you leaves. Why are you, why are you transfer? Yeah. I mean, compete. If you, if you, if you, that dude then compete when new coach comes in, convince him because you want to a new coach anyway. You, you still got to convince that guy. What if what yeah, if it, I, I what think, if it's not all football though? Yeah, but but mm. I was about to touch on that. Like in Spencer Rattler's case, I agree with GM. I don't think I don't think what you're saying is applies to him. Right. I think he's literally just transferring because he lost his spot. Mm. But then I think about like I said, I think about the kid at, from Illinois that leaves Illinois to go to LSU. One can wonder what was the culture like at didn't, the school to to cause. Didn't him. they lose some coaches to Kentucky though? At Illinois? Illinois, yeah. So, uh, so you and you know this. A lot of times, it's not necessarily the head coach that you had the best uh, relationship with. Your relationship is usually with the assistants, right? Man, it's maybe it, basketball may be a little different because it's not that many players. But it's probably the assistant is the one that got him to Illinois, right? And True. if he left, so Wouldn't you think he would go where that guy went? Maybe they didn't have they don't have a room in Kentucky, so he didn't yeah. want to be at Illinois anymore. So I got to go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, like I said, I could see I could see many different angles here. I, I can't say I don't like it. I can't say I love it either. Would I, you tell just, if you were if you were you know you coach? If you left and there was a player that had a, a really good rapport with you and they didn't feel comfortable with the other guys, the other coaches there, would you tell them to stay regardless? If I was going to another school? Yeah, you were going somewhere else. Uh, I'll, I'll probably tell them to do what they think is in their best yeah, interest. So I'd, I think the fact that the coaches can leave on they when they whenever they want to, so the players should have that that same autonomy. All right, let's go on the picks. And uh, last week, you guys had rough weeks. Uh, one and two for both of you guys. 
and I went three and zero. Oh. Wow! Wow! That's something. The the wins he got was the only wins we got. <laughs> That's right. So uh, so smoke that moves you to 15, 23 and one. GM, you're at 16, 22 and one, and I am 21 and 18, three games over the 500 mark. So I'm 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 looking good here, going down the stretch run. Smoke, let's start with you. Who you got? Okay, take a page out your book. I'm gonna take Jackson State in the celebration. Woo! Eleven and, and a half. Min- I think it is. Minus ten. Minus ten now. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually gonna play that. Minus ten <laughs> over SC State. I wonder if Coach Broadway back at is he still at SC State? He no, uh, uh, Buddy Pugh is the coach at uh, okay. South Carolina State now. I'm stick with my trend on Thursday night football. I'm one and one. I gotta break the tie. I'm gonna go Chargers plus four versus the Chiefs. That's gonna be a good game. It should be. Should be. It should be right. It should be. And then I'm going to go Indy minus two versus the Patriots on Saturday. I thought about that one as well. I think they're going to beat them. Too. Indy is really it's is a really slick good team. <laughs> as long as they don't yeah, turn the ball. Carson Wentz don't don't f it up. You know, wince it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, JSU minus the ten. You got the Chargers plus four over the Chiefs, and you got the Colts minus two in that one. Uh, Glenn, what you got? All right, I'm gonna do this real fast because I figure if I just you know don't do it slow like I normally do, I'm gonna change my luck. So I'm taking Houston plus three against the Jags. I'm taking the Rams minus seven versus Seattle, and I'm taking the Bears as a home dog three and a half versus the Vikings. Close my eyes. I think I, we, oh, wait, that's that's only two teams you can beat. So the Lions we the beat the Vikings. So you said you got Texans plus the three, Rams minus seven, Bears plus three and a half. Yes, sir. All right. I am going to take the Cincinnati Bengals plus the one and a half against that's a, that's uh, Denver. A slick good one too. In Denver, I'm, I'm gonna take the Rams minus. Uh, you have them at minus seven, right? Yeah, I was gonna Caesar sports book. I'll take. I'll do it seven. And uh, Jackson State, bro. No, 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 I'm going to let, let Smoke have that. I'm going to do that one on a real actually do that on a real part. Actually, I'm not even going to parlay it. I'm just going I'm, I'm to do it straight up. Um, $500, Jackson State. <laughs> 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 I'm all uh, Christmas money. <laughs> and, uh, ooh, that's a big number. But I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals minus 13 and a half. Over the Lions. Over the Lions. We're coming off of a loss. They're going to want to win. So. All right. Everybody's homecoming team, Detroit Lions. And a, and a loss that they actually shot Could've, themselves in the foot. Right. Could have played better times. at one. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so, yeah, good luck, fellas. Hey, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. 
Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Glenn. Yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, just like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. 